Welcome to Act Pod, a podcast show that sheds light on the stories and impact of the social sector. The show is proudly powered by Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation. Let's begin the change. Hello, everyone. Good morning from Lagos, Nigeria. My name is Ndifreke Okwibunam, and I'll be your host today on Act Pod, our story, our continent. Today, we have with us an amazing young man um, who over the years has done great work empowering young people um, in Nigeria. He's Michael Ajayi, the country director of Enactus Nigeria. Enactus Nigeria is a global nonprofit organization dedicated to enabling human progress by providing undergraduates the training, the linkages, and other resources that they require to become innovative, courageous, committed, and value-driven business leaders. Hello, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here with you today talking about Enactus Nigeria. Absolutely. <laughs> I have looked forward for the, to this day, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Great. <clears throat> so let's just jump right into it. Um, tell us about Enactus Nigeria. Oh, well, you said it all in your introductions. Um, just to add a little bit, that Enactus, as you've mentioned, is an international not-profit organization that is dedicated at developing young people, particularly in two key areas, leadership and entrepreneurship. Now, how the Enactus program works is that across the countries where we are active, and we are active in 36 countries as of today, and active around the world, and also active in 10 African countries, and Nigeria is one of those 10 countries. And what we do essentially is to work with young people on different campuses and form them into teams of students from different departments, different cultural, ethnic backgrounds, different levels of study and all that. And the idea is to engage them and train them, inspire them and challenge them to identify problems in their communities. And these problems can be social problems, environmental problems, or economic problems. The whole idea is to challenge them to find business solutions, innovative business solutions that address these problems, create opportunity for livelihoods to be improved in that community, and create wealth for the community and the people there. In the process of doing that, the students get developed. For us, leadership is about solving problems doing, yeah, yeah doing and solving problems so mm -hmm. that whole process is what enables us to develop them in two key areas leadership and entrepreneurship and like i said uh, we we're active around the world in nigeria we've been present we are here for about 21 years now Amazing. yeah and my journey um started when i was a student myself hmm. like I said we work with undergraduates so while I was an undergraduate I got introduced to an actors at the time it was called SAIF an acronym for students in free enterprise okay now the story of how I got introduced is another story for another day right <laughs> but suffice to say that I was invited I went in for the first meeting and my entire perception changed right because leading up to that time as an, as an undergrad, I was looking for opportunities beyond the academic work. Mm. So really, academics was boring to me. Mm. I, I, was an un, I was an engineering student, 
I wouldn't say I was very excited about engineering. So maybe that's why it got boring. So I, I was looking for something else. Mm. I had gone ahead to engage with the African Union chapter of the institution. I studied at Amadou University, okay. the greatest university. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I had gone ahead to identify um, organizations, you know, that provided opportunities for extracurricular activities. And I had met with them and I wanted to find out about them. But I found that it was purely political and I didn't want to be involved in all of that at that time. Mm -hmm. And so I walked away. So just a couple of days later, I was invited to join the Enactus program. I went in there open-minded, not sure what to expect. And then I was blown away by the measure of organization that I found mm -hmm. with the students. They're very organized, very professional, very very purposeful in their engagement and so i decided to join and prob probably because i already had uh the inclination to do something outside of academics i got very active mm. from the get-go and uh, i never got the chance to lead the team because i did not have i was never the team leader but i had the opportunity to influence leadership mm. you know within the team and Fast forward, I graduated. Uh, before I even graduated, I was invited to serve as a volunteer, you know, from the national office. Mm. So as a student, as a student member of the Enactus program in a particular team in Amadebele University, I was traveling around the countries playing the role of a program staff for mm. Enactus Nigeria at the time, mm. right? <clears throat> and so we did all of that and so when I graduated, it was just a, a, a very easy transition because, again, I was invited. So by the way, I never wrote, I never applied to get mm. a job, right? Mm. So I was just invited. Would you like to work with us? I said, of course I would, right? And so I started off as a program staff and uh, walked through and rose through the ranks from program staff, program officer, program uh, manager, you know, and eventually when the opening came, I was made the acting country director and I served in that capacity for a, a year. Then the board direct decided to, um, you know, substantiate that position. And I've served in that position now since 2015 wow. as a country director. Wow. So it's been a very interesting journey of being a student, then a volunteer, then a staff, and then going through the ranks to becoming the quote-unquote the CEO, CEO of, the of the organization today, yeah. Wow, so many, so many interesting lessons to learn here. So many interesting, particularly for our young people. And when you think about it from when you're in school, sometimes either you come there and just focus. You know when we say either the school goes through you or you go through the, yeah, school, you go through the school, you know. Sometimes we come there, just focus on the educational part, the academic part, mm -hmm. do it, either do it well or not well, and then leave. And then start the process of trying to get into employment. Exactly. But see, what you did, which I think is so interesting, was joining that body, interacting with other people. You learned skills, yeah, right. And then yeah. doing the entire process, even the team from the um, the country office that were interacting could see that you you brought something on board. Absolutely, you and know? there were quite a number of people that were like me mm. at the time, mm. right. So it wasn't just that oh, Michael excelled. The program is designed, all right, to elicit those competencies, to yeah. develop those competencies. It yeah. is structured. If you are an active and active student, mm. 
anywhere in Nigeria and the rest of the world, it is almost guaranteed that you would develop certain competencies. These competencies include, you know, uh, teamwork, mm. because you have to work with students from all departments, all levels, with different cultural, ethnic backgrounds, all of those. And that is what, uh, and we'll talk about that later on as we go ahead, but essentially the program is designed to develop you, the student. Now the students are challenged to solve problems in their communities. So it, it may come across like the communities are the primary beneficiaries of the Anactos program, but that's not true. Mm -hmm. The students themselves yeah. are the primary beneficiaries and the community only serve as a means to an end, mm. the students at the end, yeah. right? And because they're I'm, learning I'm a the skills. Yes, exactly, and I'm a typical example of that. And there are so many of us all over the world doing great things. I mean, I know people that were part of the program when I was there. Some of them are in PwC, very senior manager today, mm. Mm. Uh, locally and internationally. Some are driving their private businesses today. Uh, some are, uh, in fact, in ACT Foundation, we had a staff, mm, you know, yes, that was yes. a product of the yes, Enactus program. Enactus program. And yeah. some time ago, I shared with someone and I said that Enactus is like uh, the production room <laughs> where we produce social, uh, so, uh, I mean, social sector drivers mm. and send them to the rest out of there, out the there and then they get to interact with different other social sector organizations. So yeah, that's my journey. Amazing. My Amazing. I think you, this, 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 there's so much to learn um, for young people, for parents that have kids going into university, <coughs> start thinking about how can you engage them? What can they get involved with in schools? Um, and how can they build leadership competence and the skills that they need to survive in the real world? Yeah. Let's not wait until when they're out of school Absolutely. and we start that journey. So from my knowledge, Anacos is in over 30 campuses. Yes across about 20, 25 states in Nigeria. You have talked about some of the impact in terms of where the people that have gone through Enactus are in now. Mm -hmm. um, what other impact would you say um, in terms of, you know, you talked about even communities, how the work they do affect communities. What impact would you say Enactus has made in communities in countries that they are in? Or let's even talk about Enactus Nigeria. In these 21 years of existence, yeah. what are the impact that Enactus has made? I think the impact is beyond measure, really, uh, because it's multifaceted. So we have the impact, like I said earlier on, on the communities that we serve. And by that, I mean um, the people in the communities. But also we have the impact on the students themselves that are part of the Anactos program that are the change agents, really, in those communities. So. <clears throat> We are present in over 30 campuses in Nigeria. On the average, each team annually would develop, uh, say, three projects or three social enterprises or uh, startup social enterprises. And they implement these three startup social enterprises in, each, in those communities. If the beneficiaries of each of these social enterprises are as little as 20, okay, assuming just being very mm -hmm. conservative now, mm -hmm. they are as little as 20, that's 60 per campus. Mm. Multiply that by 35 yeah. and multiply that by 21 years. Mm. So mm. that's the measure of impact on the communities. Um, again, we find that I mean, some of these activities that the students engage uh, upon in those communities completely transforms them. Mm. 
transforms their mindset, transforms their orientation, and literally puts money in their pockets. And these communities are rural communities, right? And you find that poverty is real in those communities. Mm. Problems are real, social problems, economic problems, and environmental problems are real. And you just find a group of 30 to say 100 enacted students come there and develop an innovation, implement the innovation there, and it completely transforms the way people see life and experience life in those communities. And so that's the kind of impact, improving the livelihoods of the people, improving their social welfare, you know, improving their quality of life and standard of living in those communities. So we've seen that happening. And like I said earlier on, for the students themselves, because they have to work together people from different backgrounds. And this is important for people who are going into school thinking about what to do in mm -hmm. school and even for parents. Because they have to work together with different people in different departments, different levels, different cultural and ethnic backgrounds, different gender, uh, you know, to find a problem. Now, agreeing to, to, uh, to, to agree that this is a problem is a problem in itself, yes, right? So yes. when you have a large number of people, people. Mm -hmm. working together and some have different motivations, right? And they say, oh, this is a problem and you have to agree that it is indeed a problem. Mm -hmm. And then you begin to think about the possible business so, solution to it. This solution has to be innovative. It has to be driven by uh, entrepreneurial principles and all that. And so for them to even agree that this is the best solution, because trust me, Different members will have different approaches mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. that sol to yeah. solving that problem. Mm -hmm. And so agreeing to say, okay, this is the way to go is another task, an uphill task. Now, eventually, when they have agreed that this is a solution, you then get to implementation. And that is a life, you know, it's another journey altogether. They now start implementing even when they're not sure of the outcome mm. because they are students yeah. and they have limitations, yeah. right? So they are not sure of the outcome, mm. but that courage, you know, that commitment to say, let's do it, let's give it a shot, let's try. And then they put all, you know, everything that they have together and make sure it works. Mm. That journey is what transforms them. Mm. So in that journey, they get to learn about teamwork. Mm. They get to learn about, you know, uh, being analytical, they learn to le they get to learn about being innovative and creative because they have to be innovative and creative to solve problems. They have to then seek ways of funding their activities. Interesting. So they have to seek partnerships. They have to develop communication materials. They have to develop proposals. They have to defend the proposals. They have to do all those. So at the end of the day, they're building communication skills, mm. whether verbal or written. And that idea that we must solve this problem, we have to solve this problem, creates that mindset of uh, we can achieve anything, right? And they, are be they become goals-oriented or results-oriented. So they are focused on it. There'll be things to distract them, but they keep at it and they keep driving. So by the time they graduate, having gone through this process again and again and again and again for four years or five years, depending on the course they are studying, they come out of the of school, right, really equipped with all the life skills I've mentioned that prepares them for real life success. Success in their personal lives, mm. success in their uh, chosen careers. Because 
then Actors Program also holds them accountable. Mm -hmm. So after all of that, you make a, uh, an audiovisual presentation of the problem you sought to, so to, to solve, and then how you implemented it and the results you got. And these things will be verified. So they learn about accountability. They learn about being, uh, having high measure of integrity. You know, they learn about being accountable to one another and to everyone else. So, and these are skills that are lacking, and these are the leadership skills yeah. that they take out of school, indeed. you know, yeah. and they deal with in, in the marketplace today. And for us, that is, that, that is key. So these are some of the benefits that accrue or some of the impact that accrue to the actual students. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned earlier on, we have quite a number of them doing great, uh, great things out there. And there are quite a number we can call to say, tell your story. And they will tell you that I'm doing what I'm doing today because mm. of my experience with the Naptos. So that's the measure of impact Amazing. on the students beyond Amazing. the impact on the communities. Amazing. <coughs> totally, totally amazing. Um, and, you know, when you were going through that process of the things that they have to do, imagine if you joined an Enactus in your first year and you're by your, by your fourth or fifth year of school, there's, there's almost nobody you, you can't talk to. No, I've, I've, no, nothing absolutely. you can't do. And I think another interesting thing was thinking through how they even discover those problems. Exactly. Because a lot of our young people um, are just going through life. At that stage, parents, some parents are still feeding you, taking care of your bills. But at the time, when you, when you start thinking through what problem do I want to solve, you have to look at mm -hmm. a plethora of problems, you mm -hmm. know, a whole bucket full of problems and then pick one mm -hmm. and say, this is the one we are going to solve. So and you already start seeing what is happening within your community. Yes, and, and that again builds that sense of responsibility. Yes. So they don't just say, well, it's a societal problem. Mm -hmm. How does it Let the government solve it. <laughs> Let the government solve it. So yeah. the student begins to think, well, there's something I can do. Mm -hmm. I can influence this space. Yeah. I can do something. And they live with that mindset. You know, and it, it plays out in their homes because, I mean, when they go home for holidays, you find that they have changed. Mm -hmm. They see life differently, right? So they don't do things as usual because now they are a little bit more circumspect. Mm. They're a little bit more analytical. They're a little bit more deliberate in the things they do. Why? Because they've been involved in a program. In my time, a friend and a member of the team, he looked at me once and said, Michael, you have changed. And I was like, how? <laughs> and you didn't even realize I, it. I didn't realize it. And it's the same for... Everybody. Mm. Uh, just recently, one of our alumni, she just graduated. She, she's seven now. Um, she made a post on LinkedIn talking about basically what I've just said, mm. how she was transformed and people around are the ones telling her that you have transformed. So that's the impact of the Enactus program on the students. So, Michael, there's something you've said a number of times that um, I just want you to just clarify on very briefly. You've said something about business innovations so you have you have not just said innovation you have added business so it means oh, yeah. that there's something particular about mm -hmm. what needs to happen so yeah. tell us a bit about <laughs> that then we'll go to the other question yeah so it, business innovations is important for it to be business driven because whatever innovation they are coming up with is uh, responding to a problem mm -hmm. right and so that problem, the, the expectation is that the problem will be solved long term. 
And so we're talking sustainability here. Of course. So if it is not driven with a business mindset or a business model, the innovation will fail mm. long term. term. So it has to have that business model that shows that. And this is the difference really between uh, an NGO and a social enterprise to say that um, we can generate enough funding mm. to implement this mm. within the process itself. We may not necessarily depend on external funding, right? And again, they, the students, by going through that process, understand the business angle to solutions. Mm. Again, without that, however noble the solution is, will not. Uh, I mean, will not survive long term. term. So that's yeah. why it's important, important. to throw in Thank the you. business angle. Thank to you it. for sharing that. Thank you so much. So. I'll just jump into one in interesting initiative that when I heard about it, I was like, is it going to play football? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Nactus World Cup initiative. Um, I know that Nigeria has been part of that, it's always part of that process. And we have come up with the cup, you know, a number of times. Tell us what that initiative is about and um, what it does for our young people when they go to attend the Nactus World Cup. So the Nactus World Cup is is like the Olympics, hmm. right? <laughs> or if you love football, like... Uh, the championships. The, well, FIFA World Cup. I okay. think the FIFA World Cup is the biggest of them. Okay. So the only thing that rivals the FIFA World Cup is Olympics. So hmm. the Enactus World Cup, within the Enactus context, is like the Olympics. Hmm. It is a gathering of change makers from around the world change makers known as actors undergraduates now mm-hmm. <clears throat> or actors leaders from around the world so it brings together uh these dynamic forward-leaning actors students and brings together top business leaders from fortune 500 companies from around the world into in one space uh, what happens there is that these innovative solutions that the students deploy in different countries they get the chance to tell the story of the problems they identified, the solution or innovative solution they created, and how they applied entrepreneurial principles to deliver or deploy the innovation and the results that they got at the end of the day. So it is a competition of the best of the best for each country. Before you qualify to appear on that big stage, you have to be the national champion in your country. And for instance, in Nigeria, we are active in over 35 country, uh, 35 tertiary institutions. So this means we have to first organize our local national competition mm. to determine the winning team that we call the national champion. That national champion then represents Nigeria, you know, in, and the, World in the World Cup, like other countries uh, mm-hmm. do. It is a fantastic, it is a really transformational experience for the students. They get to engage and interact with their peers from around the world. And they can see that although we are coming from a third world country, quote and unquote, (laughs) they compare favorably Mm. with their peers from other Other parts parts of of the the world, world. like the US and all that. Um, Because they actually defeat them Mm. in an intellectual engagement, right? So that experience just transforms them and reminds them that there's nothing, absolutely nothing they cannot achieve if they put their minds to it. Mm. And then again, it enables them build network, 
you know, international network. They yeah. have friends from all over the world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that also enhances their learning and all that. So, yeah, the World Cup is a fantastic event. This year it will be in Puerto Rico. Interesting. Yeah, so you're welcome to join us. Ah, we're coming. <laughs> <laughs> we'll join you. Um, so I know we're almost running out of time, but just to um, talk about the fact that, or to mention that you are a four-time grantee of ACT Foundation. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, over the past <coughs> few years. And ACT Foundation, as, as, as you may know, is, is, is five this year. And we have been working with enactors for the past four years, um, not just funding, providing um, other sorts of resources and supports to the organization. So what has that experience been? What's, what would you say the value of having ACT Foundation as a partner? So I don't want to say as a donor, or a as a partner <laughs> over the past four years. What has that been like? Yeah, sure. So the, the, it's really a partnership and not just a donor or funder relationship. It's a partnership because... In a lot of ways, and I'm not saying this because uh, you represent Art Foundation, Art Foundation enable us to do the things that we would love to do, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I stated earlier on that we work with the students, we challenge them to find problems in their local communities and then create a solution, implement the solution, deliver it, and get the results. So pretty much that's what we do. Our partnership with ACT Foundation is called the ACT Foundation Leadership Challenge, right? And the whole essence of that is to inspire the students to demonstrate leadership in their communities by identifying problems like we always do and finding solutions to those problems mm -hmm. in those communities. So that's the whole idea of the ACT Foundation Leadership Challenge. So that, and that's essentially what we do. So by providing access to grants, and by having us challenge the students to do exactly that, you know, demonstrate leadership, Act Foundation is supporting and enabling the actors Nigeria to do exactly what it was cut out to do. Um, but what is more interesting beyond providing funding is the uh, support towards capacity development for the grantee organizations that I'm particularly more interested in that ACT Foundation does. So ACT Foundation consistently tries to find avenues to build capacity and, you know, for grantee organizations. And then Actors Nigeria has benefited from that over the years, different, or different trainings, different capacity development programs and all that. So, and this is why I said it is more of a partnership because yes, the funding is being provided, even though we want more, <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you are, I mean, Axe Foundation is interested in not only providing the fund, but also supporting to grow the, the capacity of the organization. And that has been very impactful. Thank you. Thank you for being so kind to Axe Foundation. Yes. <laughs> and you want more? More will come. We'll find more <laughs> for Enactus. Enactus has been doing great work, and which is why we have consistently worked with them over four years. If the very first year they did a shabby job, they didn't show results, there was no impact, mm -hmm. we definitely wouldn't be having this conversation, right? Yes. But they've consistently shown that we can build our young people and prepare them to be the leaders that we want for the future. Um, finally, I think um, let's talk challenges because it's all sounding all good <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> ah, these people are doing so well. But we know that with every success, we have gone through several hurdles to get to where we are. As an organization, can you share a few top experiences that our listeners can learn from and how you overcame them? 
we can spend the whole day <laughs> talking about this alone. I can imagine. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I mean, it may look like everything is fine, uh, but trust me, there are always challenges. And I'll narrow all of the challenges to two things, right? And I'm not sure, well, I'm, I'm leaning towards one, but I'm not sure which is more important yet. Uh, I'm already leaning towards one. And these two issues are funding mm-hmm. and people mm. or talent, right? Funding and people. A lot of times I hear people say, oh, funding is not a problem. You know, just think. Reality is funding is a problem or the lack of it is a problem. Um, because how, it doesn't matter how noble your cause is. It doesn't matter really how brilliant your idea is. If you haven't got the funding for it, it remains just an idea yeah. in your head mm-hmm. or in a paper, on a paper. Mm-hmm. It becomes interesting when you have the means to implement it. So funding is a problem. Now, how you go about finding the funding is where the challenge is. And that is where your innovation and creativity gets into the, into the picture to say, how do we circumvent all of these problems, all of these no funding situation to find funding to implement the program? So funding is a challenge, particularly for not-profits, mm. because again, you have to partner with organizations. And these organizations, many organizations would rather make donations. Mm. But donation, as brilliant as it sounds, is exactly what it is, donation. Mm. So the, the organization is just giving you a piecemeal of what they can actually do, right? And it's on their backs. Mm. What you need is investments, not donations. Yeah. Investment means that the, the partner is vested in it. Mm-hmm. He or she or the organization is interested in the outcome. And so they follow through. They make provision, they provide access to resources, uh, other contacts they may have and other things and that you are able to you know, build that. So funding is critical to the survival of organizations, particularly for organizations that you don't get to produce um, products, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, it, and for us really, how we have been able to navigate the murky waters of uh, funding is to establish partnerships with different corporate organizations, including ACT Foundation. Uh, and for, for us, like I said, it's all about positioning the relationship to be like an investment for them mm. because they have to see value yeah. and you have to make them understand what has to happen mm-hmm. for value to be created yes. and how that impacts them, whether now or in the future. So that is where the work is convincing them that it's important to do this so that they can be able to impact their own bottom line in one way or the other. The other critical thing is uh, people. Now, the, the, <laughs> the social sector, you know, has some of the best brains. Unfortunately, the turnover rates mm. is so high yeah. that just when you think you have 
you have it sorted, sorted. the person leaves <laughs> mm -hmm. you know and you've invested time you've invested resources to develop the capacity of the person and just when it's okay this person will go ahead and do this so and that person has to leave and it's no fault of theirs mm -hmm. again it comes back to funding mm. oftentimes that staff their personal needs mm. have evolved right so perhaps they come in as um fresh graduates at the time they are only thinking about getting a job yeah getting experience they are not marriage mm, those basic needs basic needs <laughs> transportation accommodation and feeding that's all they care about yeah but then within six months of securing that job they become ah, okay so now i need to drive a new car yeah i need to yeah. i need to settle down start thinking we, about which is okay to, which want. Is okay to yeah. want unfortunately because the organization is struggling with funding may not be able to pay competitive salaries mm. and mm. so there's that exposure, that risk yeah. that their person may leave. Yeah. So the two major problems, I would say, are funding and retaining talents within the organization. And we can spend the whole day talking, talking about, about it. I'm sure there are other challenges that you can think about, but we've yeah. run out of time. And I want to say a big thank you, Michael. I think there's so much we can learn from this. Um, I, I, was, I was going to say, use 10 seconds and give you, I'll tell our listeners one or two things um, that you that you one or two advice that you likely, but I think the entire session has been about learning, you know, from young people in school to parents to, um, you know, people in the workforce, you know, the things that you must do to prepare yourself to be able to do well yeah. um, as you grow as an individual. Thank you so much, Michael. My um, it's been so interesting speaking with you. Thank you for sharing your knowledge about enactors. But tell us, tell us about enactors uh, because I'm sure a lot of people now say, okay, I want my child to, you know, join yeah. enactors, yeah. whatever they're country they're they in. Yes. <laughs> you know, find enactors in your school and join. And join yeah. um, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, everyone. Um, we're excited um, that we had the opportunity to dig into the brain of someone who started as a student, a volunteer, and is now CEO of the country um, office. Um, thank you, Michael Ajayi, again. Um, we look forward to having you at our next edition. Um, stay tuned. Put your calendars ready for when next is coming. And have a brilliant day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to ActPod. For inquiries and feedback, please reach us on actpod at actrustfoundation.org. Follow us on social media at actfoundation underscore on Instagram and Twitter and Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation on Facebook. The show is proudly powered by Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation. ActPod, our story our continent.